Hello, members of the Resilient Catholics community. This is Dr. Peter. We are in week 35. We are talking about unburdening protectors in this Interconnections talk. This is week 35, as I said. Last week, we discussed unburdening our exiles. This week, in week 35, we are getting into unburdening our protectors, which is the last step in the unburdening process, not counting the follow-up. We always want to count the follow-up, but not counting the follow-up, unburdening the protectors is the last step in the unburdening process. Now remember, in a given subsystem, and a subsystem is like that clove of garlic, which is centered around one exile, sometimes more than one, we first establish good relationships with all the parts, then the exile unburdens first, and we discussed that at length last week in week 35, and then after the exile in the subsystem is unburdened, the protectors that guarded that exile or guarded against that exile, those protectors then unburden. We're going to talk a lot about that today, but let's do a brief review of what we covered last week about unburdening exiles. That was week 34. Now, one thing I stressed last week, and I'm going to bring it up again, is that not all of you may be ready for all this unburdening. That's, that's okay. Some people need months or years of time in working with their protectors before they can approach exiles to unburden and before then they can, are free to unburden the protectors. Unblending is much more important to me than unburdening. Unburdening is also important, but it comes later in the process. If you can be unblended, if you can be recollected, if you can be in self, that's so important. Sometimes there is too much emphasis on getting to the unburdening and that can happen too fast and ultimately it slows everything down. So it's never wasted time to do really good preparatory work. So work where you are in the process. If you are still getting to know your protectors, that wouldn't be surprising to me. It can take time to get to know your protectors. All right, so the first step in unburdening is to know that there are these prerequisites. There's this preparation. You should have a good relationship with all the stakeholder parts, all of the managers and firefighters that protect or protect against the target burdened exile. Relationship needs to be one of trust in the self. And in preparation for unburdening, it's important that you be in self, that you be recollected, relatively unblended with parts, so that your self is free to lead and guide your system. You want the permission of all the protectors in the subsystem to unburden the exile. Again, we're reviewing last week, unburdening exiles. If you're going to unburden, it assumes that you've witnessed the target exile, that you've listened to its story of childhood pain and distress. We discussed that at length in week 31 on caring for exiles. You've retrieved the exile to the present and to a safe place if that was necessary, if that was advisable. And we discussed this at length in week 32, which is all about retrieving exiles. And you've had some practice connecting with both the exile and the concerned parts that guard the XL or guard against the XL. Now at this point, I'm hoping that you're checking in with your parts daily so there's a space to do the post-unburdening follow-up work with your parts when they unburden. That's so critical for consolidating the unburdening and establishing new relationships in your system among your parts.
So, before you unburden exiles, we check with the exiles about their readiness to unburden. We want to be very free from any agenda to unburden the exile prematurely. Questions you can ask. What would it be like for you to give up this burden? See what the exile says. Do you want to release the burden that you've been carrying? See what the exile says. And if there's reluctance to unburden, you, there's going to be reasons for that. There's a lot of common reasons for that. Excel might be uncertain about unburdening. The Excel may be concerned about who or she, who he. The Excel may be concerned about who he or she will become without the burden. Excel may be afraid of letting go of the burden. There might be a protector that doesn't want the Excel's burden to be released. The Excel might not feel ready to unburden, sensing that something else needs to happen first. And the part might be willing to let go of the burden, but not to send it away yet. So wants to keep it close for a while. And then sometimes uh, an exile might be ready to release only part of the burden or some of the burden. We discuss the unburdening process. And, you know, I want to stress again that it can be difficult to unburden alone without a partner or without a therapist. And I recommend spontaneous unburdening. You can invite, you can invite unburdening, though, in a gentle way. The unburdening process assumes that the exile is ready to unburden and that all the protector parts in the subsystem around that exile are in agreement with the unburdening. You might consider having a spiritual confidant present for the unburdening if it seems good for all the stakeholder parts. You might ask the exile where it carries the burden in or around his or her body. After the burden is released from the XL, the XL is free to take on a new role within your system. And there's also the space to take in the positive qualities or feelings now that the burden is gone. And you can check and see what the part wants to do now, what kind of role he or she would like to have in your system. It's really good. It's important to show appreciation for all your parts for the way that they worked collaboratively and cooperatively within your system. And then it's important to check in with the exile about what it needs over the next 21 to 28 days to consolidate those revisions in the neural networks in the brain. It's really important for the self to be checking in on the unburdened part at least daily, preferably twice a day in the parts check-in and part sessions. Because it is possible for a part to reclaim a burden, especially if that part feels isolated or disconnected from your innermost self. That's the most likely predictor of a part resuming picking up a burden. All right, so that's the review of unburdening exiles. Today, we're going to be discussing unburdening protectors. Once an exile is unburdened, it's really important to integrate the new state of affairs within your system with the rest of the parts in your system. Now, if you've done the preparation work for the unburdening of the exile, you will already have a relationship with the protectors in the subsystem around that unburdened exile. You'll already know the protectors that are stakeholders in that exile and his or her burden. And it's especially important to reconnect with the protecting parts, the managers and the firefighters that have been polarized with that exile, the exile who is now unburdened. 
in any system, a major change in one of the elements of that system impacts all the other elements in that system because all the elements in a system are interrelated. So within us, the parts within a subsystem are all interrelated. And so we first want to connect with each protector in that subsystem and see if he or she is aware of the unburdening work that the exile has done. Now this may sound really surprising, but protectors may not know, protectors may not realize that the exile they protect has been unburdened. That may sound really surprising, but I've seen it over and over and over again. Remember, parts have very limited vision. Protectors have very limited vision. They are often unaware of what's going on in the rest of your internal system. So it's, it's often really a good idea to introduce the protectors to the unburdened exile. Let those protectors see how different the exile is now, now that the burden that that exile has been carrying is released. Now, it's possible that a protector may not be readily accessible. And if that's the case, specifically ask by name for that protector to come forward. We're just going to invite that protector forward. And often protectors will respond to that. We want to see how each protector feels about the work that has already been done with the exile and the exile's unburdening. How are they doing with that? Connect with each protector and find out if each protector now understands that its protective role is no longer necessary because the exile has been unburdened. So we're just reintroducing the exile now unburdened to the protectors. And at this point, it may not even be appropriate to call the exile an exile anymore. Maybe it's better to say a former exile because that that part is no longer banished. It is now integrated into the system. That's part of the function of unburdening. So now let's start to talk about unburdening protectors. The burdens that protectors have are different than the burdens that exiles have. Exiles' burdens, as we talked about in the last few weeks, are the pain, the distress, the unresolved intensity of traumatic experiences. The raw emotions, the beliefs, the assumptions, the body sensations, all that stuff, all that intensity around unresolved memories. Protectors' burdens are different. Protectors' burdens are the extreme protective roles that they take on within the system. The role is the protector's burden. The roles are more than the protector can really bear, and protectors are often exhausted by the demands that their extreme roles make on them. The extreme roles that protectors take on, which are their burdens, they're not natural for the protector parts. The protectors took on those extreme roles because they sensed that you were in danger. They wanted to try to keep you safe, or at least safer. They were trying to care for you when they took on those extreme roles. 
Protectors may have concerns about giving up their extreme roles, even though those roles are very burdensome. I'm going to give you some examples from Bonnie Weiss and Jay Early. The protectors may still be guarding other exiles, exiles who have not yet been unburdened, and therefore the protector might still need to hold on to its protective role in some way. So protectors often will guard against more than one exile. And so that's really important to pay attention to. If that's the case, it's important to unburden the other exiles before you expect that the protector will completely relinquish its protective role, that burden that it carries. We want to make sure that all of the exiles that it protects against have been unburdened first before we bring up unburdening of the protector part. The protector may be able, though, to change his or her role so that it is no longer polarized with the unburdened exile while still maintaining its protective stance toward the other exiles it protects who are still burdened. Right, So it can continue to protect against the exiles that it protects that are still burdened, but it can relax with regard to the exile that's just been unburdened. That's what I'm saying. Another issue might be that the protector might not yet be ready to let go of his or her role. In that case, you can ask the protector, this is what Bonnie Weiss recommends, ask the protector, what are you afraid will happen if you give up your role or stop doing your job? The protector might reveal that there are still unburdened exiles or that there are other protectors with whom he or she is polarized. There may be other fears as well. Then you want to work with your innermost self, right? Work with those situations to help resolve them so that parts feel safe to go forward with unburdening. The other situation that might arise is that the protector may fear that the unburdening of the exile is only temporary and that the change that the exile experienced isn't going to last. In that case, you as the innermost self can let the protector know that you will be there to take care of any difficulties the exile might have. Now, sometimes protectors are very aware of what's been going on with the exile. They have watched with amazement how the exile has unburdened. And then it is possible for the protector also to spontaneously unburden. That frequently happens. Sometimes the protector just spontaneously unburdens as soon as the protector realizes that the exile has unburdened. The protector in this kind of case knows that the extreme protective role it has taken on is no longer necessary and it just lets it go. Sometimes, though, a protector may want or need some help to unburden from its extreme role after the exile has unburdened. And in this case, the burden to be released, as we talked about, is the extreme protective role itself. When we help protectors unburden, we follow the same pattern as we went through last week in week 34 for unburdening exiles. We reviewed that whole protocol at the beginning of this Interconnections talk, and I went through it in a lot more detail in last week's Interconnections talk. But let's just kind of take another look at it, right? So when we're working with a burden protector, it's important to witness the burden protector's experience. We want to hear his or her story, the narrative of the time when that protector first took on its extreme protective role. The protector's memories may be quite different than the memories of the exile, even of the same event. 
Then we want to check with the burden protector to see if he or she is ready to unburden. We ask to see if any other parts have concerns or doubts about the protector unburdening, right? We're working with that whole subsystem again, right? All the protectors and all the XLs that are in that particular little clove of garlic. We make sure that all the witnessing that the protector needs has been completed, that we have the whole story, the whole narrative that the protector needs to tell us, that we've heard that, that our innermost self is in touch with that narrative. If the protector has needed retrieval, we've retrieved the protector to the present time into a safe place, if that seems good and right. We can also we also check to see if the protector would like a spiritual confidant to be near and to help. We ask how the the bird we then ask how the burden protector might like to give up his or her burden of that extreme protective role. And there's a variety of ways of doing that. We talked about those at length in the last interconnections talk in episode in week 34. And then you as the innermost self work through any concerns the protector might have in releasing the burden of the extreme role. Once the burdensome role is released, you may notice that the unburdened protector is now taking in positive qualities in a spontaneous way. You can also ask the newly unburdened protector what qualities he or she would like to take in that would be helpful in the future. Allow the protector the time he or she needs to take in each quality. And then after the protector is unburdened, you can discuss with the newly unburdened protector what kind of new role he or she would like in your system. The new role might be a non-extreme version of the previous role he or she had. Or it could be a role that is entirely new and different for the protector. It might even be the opposite of what he or she had been doing before. And let's take a look at some examples. In my system, I had a very burdened manager, a manager protector, who was my inner critic. And that inner critic guarded an exile named Melancholio, who was burdened with shame. And so once Melancholio was unburdened from the intensity of his shame, my inner critic wanted to have a different role, but a similar role, a non-extreme role in my system. He didn't want to be the inner critic anymore. He wanted to be named evaluator. And he wanted to use his analytical and conceptual skills to help me evaluate situations, but not with so much intense criticism, not with a judgmental attitude. And so in that new role of evaluator, that former protector was in a non-extreme version of his previous role as the inner critic. So he moved, he shifted, but there was still an affinity or a similarity to his previous role. But let's take a look at when a part wants the kind of opposite role, right? So in my system, I had another manager called Good Boy, who was my Catholic standard bearer. This was the one who made sharp determinations about what was right and wrong and who spoke for God in my system. Now, after the unburdening of some exiles, my good boy part wanted a very different role in my system. This part now wants to help me listen to God, especially the Holy Spirit, to be sensitive to the touches and inspirations of the Holy Spirit in my life rather than than his former role of dictating authoritatively what God would want and what God wouldn't want without ever being in relationship with God. 
This is an example of a completely different role. Good boy now helps me listen to God and be sensitive to his touches rather than taking on the role of God's mouthpiece in my system. A newly unburdened protector does not have to take on a new role right away. It can take some time to kind of go through this process of figuring out what it would like to do in your system. What would be a a life-giving and healthy role for that part in your system. Once the protector is unburdened, it is now in a healthy role and it has a new relationship with your innermost self. The unburdened protector can now take on that new natural role, can help to serve the self in a variety of situations, like my evaluator part who helps me in considering different situations, or my good boy part who helps me to be aware of and to respond to the touches of the Holy Spirit in my life. We won't be doing an experiential exercise on unburdening protectors because, again, as I mentioned last week, you can't really script unburdenings. They need to be very interactive. They need to be very personal. They need to be very responsive to what's going on in the system. So I'm, I, I won't do a, a script or, a, or an experiential exercise that is sort of general how to unburden a protector. But what we're going to do instead is go in more deeply into witnessing protectors. And so after your discussion about this interconnections talk, I'm going to invite you to join me for that experiential exercise where we more deeply witness our protectors.